Today, Glenda Lee Allen Wasser catches up with Dr. Richard Cuthbert, a wheat breeder with Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada, to talk about his breeding program with the Swift Current Research and Development Centre. Richard, of course, with COVID, we know that posed some challenges. Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada making some, some tough decisions there. How did it affect your breeding program? Uh, it had a fairly significant impact, but I'd say uh, researchers and, and breeders are, are a resilient bunch. So we've, uh, we've, we've been fairly clever in how we can deal with some of these, these issues. One of the first things we ran into was uh, we shuttle breed with uh, New Zealand and Chile nurseries to achieve more generations in a year on a large scale. So getting seed back last spring uh, became troublesome as flights internationally were stopped. So that, that caused some, some headaches. Um, of course, adapting protocols to research um, when things were unknown was, was more difficult. So we, we, we weren't able to plant everything we wanted to last summer. I don't think that's a secret. But that uh, got us to put our heads down and, and look at what we could do to advance material in a, in a productive way. And a project that we've been working on over some time uh, with researchers at the University of Saskatchewan uh, was to develop a, a breeder chip. And that's a way of of what we say genotyping, but we're able to look at the genetic makeup of wheat fry or wheat lines in the program uh, in a very comprehensive way. So it's, I like to say it's like 23andMe for wheat or it's like Ancestry.com for wheat. So you can do these genetic tests. So we're able to use advanced statistical models of all the data that we collect out in the field, grain yield, grain protein, end use quality traits, the things that are hard to measure. And then we're able to look at the genetic identity of all these lines and through statistically statistical models, uh, be able to cut material from the program in that way. Were you able to send some lines down to New Zealand this year? Or? Yes. So there was material we weren't able to put into the field and uh, we held some of it back and we were able to send it to New Zealand. Uh, and some to Chile as well, uh, mostly New Zealand, thankfully. Um, and that it, it's difficult. It's it's very good and and difficult at the same time. So we weren't able to go down right and look at it in person. We made use of some more technology at one of our sites. We were able to get drone video back of the rows, and we were able to assess assess them virtually which was challenging. I won't say it was easy, but uh, we, we made it work. And uh, the other site, they had a retired wheat breeder nearby, and uh, we were able to interface through him to take some notes for us uh, to make some selections. And on top of that, we're running that uh, breeder chip as well and being able to uh, do the, the DNA fingerprinting on each line to, to make further selections. So... Our next hurdle will be flights are fewer right now, so uh, getting seed back to Canada I think is going to be our next challenge here. That's Dr. Richard Cuthbert, a wheat breeder at Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada's Swift Current Research and Development Centre. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. A recent survey by Farm Credit Canada shows more Canadians are looking to buy Canadian 
since the start of the pandemic. Marty Seymour is Director of Industry Relations. The birth of the survey really comes in advance of Canada's Agriculture Day, which this year is on February 23rd. And we sat down and said, you know, Canadian agriculture's had lots of highs and lows through 2019 as we followed the pandemic. And why don't we reach out to consumers and, you know, kind of see how they feel about Canadian agriculture. So we did the survey and uh, we're launching it now because Canada's Agriculture Day is coming. It's a time to celebrate Canadian agriculture and food. And if I look at the survey, probably, you know, the anchor statement is, you know, six in 10 Canadians, you know, are more likely to buy food grown in Canada. And I think that's a natural outcome of, so much attention on the food system over the last 10 months and uh, people just showing a greater interest in where their food comes from. Have behaviors changed since the start of the pandemic? You know, I don't know if I could totally speak to the nuances of all the behaviors, but I think everyone can identify with, you know, the amount of food we're eating out in restaurants has changed and we've kind of gone to a cooking more at home and maybe I'd say watching more of what we're eating in our, you know, what we're consuming, I guess. And, you know, if, if we look at some of the some of the data, you know, eight in ten Canadians think that the industry responded well in the pandemic. So, as we had to retool the food system and move away from bacon that showed up in the fast food chain to bacon that's in the grocery store and the repackaging, I think the Canadian agriculture and food should be pretty proud of how we retooled so quickly. It actually turned out pretty well. How important is it to have have this safe, reliable food source from the Canada egg industry? Well, I believe that public trust is the anchor in terms of the food system in Canada. So without trust, we really don't have a vibrant food system. So the idea that we could come through a global pandemic and end up with a space where people are proud of supporting Canadian farmers and Canadian food, I think, I think that's something we shouldn't underscore as an industry. So as we come into February 23rd, Canada's Agriculture Day, I see the day as a collision of both consumers, farmers, and processors all stand together and saying, you know, Canadian food is safe, it's reliable, and we have something to be proud of. And frankly, to be grateful for those people that kept it on our shelves through a pretty tenuous time. This year marks the uh, fifth anniversary of the, um, as you mentioned, Canada's Agriculture Day. Um, Tell us a little bit more about the day and what's planned and what will be happening. Canada's Agriculture Day is it's really a social media movement. It was our way to, you know, in terms of agriculture more than ever as a social media entity to mobilize farmers to stand up on this day and tell our story. And we built the, the story share around forks up for Canadian food. And so we're, if you have a social media account, take a picture of your farm doing what you do and post that. And if you're not sure about that, take a picture with something on the end of your fork and, and just put a post out there and, and use the hashtag CBN Ag Day and get drawn into the conversation. But if we can do anything in this country is we want to be trending number one in Twitter, you know, first thing in the morning. So when you wake up anywhere in this country and you wonder what the hottest story of the day is, we want it to be Canadian agriculture. And we want it to be a celebration of Canadian agriculture because I think as our survey points out is, you know, Canadians are proud to support farmers. And if this is the one day we can all come together and show show some gratitude for those people that kept food on our shelves or those farmers that kept going through COVID in spite of all of the headwinds. I don't know why we wouldn't do that and play all in. That was Marty Seymour, Director of Industry Relations with Farm Credit Canada. Tomorrow is Canada's Agriculture Day. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, 
send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Ag Wire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.